Gentlemen, start your engines! Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little, uh, um, uh, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Speak now, or forever hold your peace. Is it warbling? Warbling. Well, I was in Switzerland. Well, I didn't say I was yodeling, I said I was warbling. Are we warbling or are we not bright warbling? Bright out here, isn't it? It is bright. Must be some, something to do with the sunshine. And we got this deluxe um, shade over the table, but it's not facing know, the right direction. It's, it's, it's off, your, off its table face. Yes, yes. Here's your chips, so don't, so don't give you anything. And this one that looks like you. I bought them. But I, I placed them. What? I placed them. You placed them? Nicely. Yeah, that one doesn't like me, you're right. It does look like you. Oh, no, there it is. Mm. I got it up the wrong way. Yeah, good, good. Mm. there's your chin. Mm. Yeah. And we're not allowed to uh, talk and eat at the same time. So we better not. So we I'll just finish this and uh, do it. <laughs> must ring Linda. We must ring Linda. As I get my notes ready for Shall episode 100 and Oh, we're into it, are two. we? Hello, viewers. <laughs> Radio Hot Lap, the first episode for 2009, JP. Yeah, Happy New Year. Buddy. Happy New Year to you. How was your New Year? It was very, uh, it was very good actually. Yeah, we went around, went, Lanny and I went and saw some friends and saw New Year in with them. Good. It's very pleasant. Had a re, uh, a, not a reunion, that would be the wrong word, would it? A reunion on your own. A, a reunion. A, a, little, a little steaky poo dinner. Yes, to, uh, that's right. Yeah. To remember the nuptials the other day. Yeah, I know. It's a year. Can you believe that? It's, it's, a, it's only year. a year since you got married. Yep. How about to put up with you since then? Yeah, for a year, a whole year. <laughs> you took all those photos over a year ago. Oh, because you had all that other stuff. There's not one of me in it, I mind you. Yeah, there is. There's a few. I've I got was a few looking with for you one in. the other day, yeah. but I couldn't find one. Oh, well, I've got a couple with you in that were taken on my camera. Yeah, but I wasn't dressed to be taking photos. I was the cat. I was the. I wasn't in suit and tie. No, you weren't in suit and tie. But where did you go for dinner? We went to the good old uh, Royal Oak at Clarendon. That's on the uh, South Australian Classic Adelaide. Uh, it day is an... three trip. And I was going to say that if, if any uh, if, if any of the Classic Adelaide competitors are uh, actually viewing at or this were stage, to break down at that spot. Well, no, no, no. I, I, was what I was going to suggest was if they were doing recce and they needed to go through Clarendon either around lunchtime or they wanted to go back there in the evening having done a day's recce, um, I can highly recommend the T-Bone. It was absolutely sensational. So much so that you sent me a tech, uh, an email about it. Mm, yeah. Because we're actually having steak week, aren't we? Well, we're having a few steak issues around the place. <laughs> Getting since to the we, bottom of it. Since we went to the stag, and so <laughs> we're, we're working out which are the good ones and which are the bad ones. And I have to say that the T Bone at the Royal Oak was Royal Oak was very very nice indeed. What are you drinking, mate? I'm having a might I'm having a little sneaky Scarpentoni school block. The old school block. Yes, I saw it. I've, I've been liking back it so far, viewers. With us, with it us, it but I, I don't know. Obviously, your palate changes over time, mm. and I can't tell whether I've changed or the Scarpentoni's changed. But I'd imagine it has. Could you you knew more about it? And like when I, I think first it has uh, started, a bit. I think that if you look at the um, the blend that they're using now, we've got sixty percent Shiraz, thirty percent Cabernet, and ten percent Merlot. 
in the school block and I'm sure that it never used to have quite that same sort of mix. I think it had a little bit more Cabernet and a little bit less Merlot in the old days. But how much percentage traces of eggs and iron filings? Well, I don't know about the iron filings, but there's obviously That's traces finishing of objects. Mm. You can taste it in some of them. <laughs> the iron filings. Yeah, because it magnetically <laughs> takes you back to the bottle shop for another one. <laughs> what about yourself, son? I'm on the uh, pure blonde at the moment. In a Cooper's uh, holder, I might In add. a Cooper's holder, yes. Getting heavily ready disguised. For, getting ready for Clipsal. Low carbohydrates, you know. Well, here we are. The first episode of uh, 2002. 102. Radio Hot Lap. That light-hearted podcast that takes a look at motorsport. Gadgets and emerging technologies. Or is it light-hearted motorsport? Well, it's usually light-hearted motorsport. And irreverent light-hearted motorsport, usually. And soon... But not to be confirmed, and we can't say too much, wine. Well, I mean, we've looked at wine. No, but wine as a specialist and someone joining the show who knows wine. Right. And then the, maybe someone else joining the show. Who knows what? People. Right. Okay. Well, we can't talk about a door, that anymore. A bit of a door opener. A door opener. And we don't mean butler. <laughs> butler. <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> Mate, what, have you got anything or do you want me to get going on it? No, you just get going, Johnny. That's fine. All right. So last weekend, Daytona testing got mm. underway for the year. It was probably it's the first motorsport event of the year. Um, testing only yep. at, uh, at Daytona, where they used the same uh, the same place, same round oval, but used the infield there. Um, our good friend and uh, resident noisy person on the show sometimes from a long way away look at the dogs hello dogs yeah, sitting hello, dog. down there on the newly cleaned carpet rugs that's lurking at the, yeah. it's not very clean at all viewers but, but, but there you go. It's, <laughs> and it's fallen off the line where it's but, been supposed to be undusted but rust has gone and sat on it like a newspaper yeah. that a dog would sit on that's right. when you're reading in the morning um yeah alan simonson has uh, disappeared over to Daytona in Florida right. to um, join one of the uh, Farm Bush and Lawless uh, Porsche 997 RSRs, uh, the same team of which he had been running the Porsche uh, in LMS last year with Lars Eric. Um, interestingly, they are the biggest team in the whole field, five 997s, which is good for spares. And, uh, <laughs> and we'll get on to spares a little bit when we talk about... Uh, a Dakar that's not Dakar. Yes, Dakar in South America. But uh, let me tell you that, uh, unfortunately, his car was the slowest of all five, down in 44th out of 52. Uh, so he wouldn't have been happy about that. Well, I don't know. He might not have been in the car, but there's like, never heard of him, never heard of him, never heard of him, never heard of him, and Alan in the car. <laughs> um, and and then up here, the next one up is uh, in... Um, uh, what do you mean? It's... Well, well... Put it this way, Farnbarsha is actually led the GT2 uh, with um, yeah in 21st position and right. outright in the in the Daytona prototype. So my old mate from panels, David Donahue and, yeah, and Darren Law in the in yeah. and, and Andy Garcia, Andy Garcia in yeah. the um, the rice the rice burning he's a driver but I can't know rice brumos rice burners that's yeah. right but it's Porsche. not a Japanese car it's not it's no. a Riley special it's a Porsche it's a Riley a Porsche O'Reilly they're ugly cars those Irish days. Porsche what do you think you know those Daytona prototypes are the sports car racing ugliness of sheds 
<laughs> you hear that international? Well, because sh- international likes shed racing. He does. He's big on sheds. What are sheds, mate? You know sheds. He, he needs to um, get one of those Sanyongs. They look like sheds on wheels. Have you seen those? And I heard an advert this morning for Sanyong. And it's like, go to Sanyong. And it's like, get out of here. Who'd want to drive a car that ugly? You know, and they, they usually build them with like a piece of glass, like weird shaped yeah, in the last like bit. Shape. They go, okay, who's got a bit of ugly glass that they cut 10,000 pieces of we cut you can't sell to anyone <laughs> in the world? Not even to be <laughs> we'll crushed up and used against militant, nasty people. <laughs> Not that we're mentioning it on the back. They use It'll that. Look fine. They the do. Ugliness. Mm. And then total, total ugliness. But t- tell us about shed racing. What do you know about shed racing? Absolutely nothing. Right, okay. Well, international one day, if you tell us about shed racing, the second yeah. greatest racing on the planet. He was telling us about that one time, wasn't he? So Al's bailing out of there, and uh, this week, and, uh, in fact, as we speak, he's ringing his way to uh, Daytona. Uh, no, he's not. To no, Dubai. Dubai? For the Dubai 24-hour, where he's joining his uh, 2007 uh, Le Mans team, um, Orlando Sport. Right. With uh, my good friend Volker from uh, Toyota Formula One, who in fact manages the engine department, running the, uh, you know, the, you stop now, you go for what is that called? Management. He's managing the driver. That's right. Okay, uh, lunch, lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Another bratwurst, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I told you about that time. Keeps the revs down. The first time when I went to Le Mans, and there was Deborah Corsini, who I think is married to Jacques Lacan from La, who owns Labre, uh, and, uh, competition, and uh, that's what I'm thinking uh, at, at the time. That was what I was guessing. And she was doing our catering. I don't know why. Anyway, she came in, and of course the race starts at four, unless it starts at three due to football, or Channel <laughs> 7. And... Um, <laughs> in that part of the world and uh, she goes okay dinner's at seven we're actually um, it, we're running a car race here like mm. you know we might not be conv- I cannot keep it hot <laughs> I go well, just put the friggin stuff you know just shut up you know? <laughs> but true it's like and, and typical French you know like woman like quite a good looker too mm. yeah hands on hips as are night, you listening to me as the night got darker um, yeah, so he's doing that. Who knows uh, what happens there? But last year, did a very, very good job. Uh, started the race, uh, basically had pile up until the last minute, which I think, if you can recall, was snatched by yes. Craig Baird in the VIP uh, Porsche 997, which have been, uh, he awesome. and Tony uh, Quinn and, uh, yep. and, and Sundry have been taking a trip over there because they're doing business in that part of the world. Mm. Um, a very unusual race in that they have what's called, well, their fueling arrangements requires everybody to go down pit lane and fuel in a designated fueling area from standard petrol pump type mechanisms. And I think there right. are only five. And so if you just pick your pit stop at the wrong moment, you could be screwed. You look like FPR at Oran Park. <laughs> form a queue, form a queue. Oh, yeah, Sorry, no, 10 on, seconds. He's on a drive-through. Oh, dear, that's stuffed know. you up, isn't it? Could have had a lolly. <laughs> so I think the strategy there is going to be like, make sure you get your fuel at the right moment, and there could be lots of balking, but mm. uh, it's very unusual. And then they have their what's called Code 60s. Where and when's this race on? The, uh, the race race is this weekend. Oh, right. And then there's a week free. Is there coverage on the net or anything? Absolutely. If you go Google up to buy 24 hour, you'll find it there. And it's actually a series, as we talked about uh, mm. that. And the uh, Dakar. The Dakar. Dakar. 
the 24 hour, which has got nothing to do with the Dakar, not in Dakar. That's right, the non-Dakar Dakar. I'm having a feeling this is the Dakar episode. It is. It's you know, quite a bit Dakar of Dakar by the minute. I should add a bit of Dakar and add a bit of a quick roll-up before I came in. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got a bit funnier. Dak, Dak. And um, anyway, then a, a couple of days off to, you know, update your Facebook account. And then he's back to, um, <laughs> he's got thousands of friends now. That's right. Thousands. Most of them are female. Who are they? And they all hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go there. Okay. <laughs> Just shut up. All right. Uh, There's a bit of an ambient background noise of somebody doing some watering or something. Well, the, the mower man's threatened to come by. What, tonight? At six. He said he'd be through at six. Well, it's ten past seven. He's now. a bit right. We've escaped. And he's, he's going to, you know, come and... And he got... Because he, he got a Cooper's racing hat once. Oh, did he? He's, he's just loving me. <laughs> yeah, that's why he was here on time. Anyway, back. Australia Day long weekend is um, Daytona. So we'll wait and see what happens. And, you know, it could be foxing. And, yeah, you got to be there at the end and all that stuff. Absolutely. But it's he has, only he's like in a good qualifying, is it? Is that, so is that pre yeah, it's not pre. I don't think it is a pre-qual. It's just it's just testing that they think right. that they always have. So it doesn't tra- really mean anything. I don't know, mate. It's uh, traditionally I'm not up in tune with Grand Am racing. For those who may know a bit more about Grand Am racing, and I'm sure that uh, our very knowledgeable person at V8 Central, Chris. Yes, Uncle Chris. Happy New Year, Chris. Thanks for your New Year message. Sorry I, I didn't um, return it. I'm I glad. didn't I, even I, know you'd sent it to me. I hope you enjoyed that barbecue we had up at Port Macquarie. It was great to catch up with you up there. And um, and also with uh, George Mediki at the airport. Mediki. Mediki. He goes, look, I've got no money. But Mediki. can you get out of the way? I've got to go skiing in Vancouver. But anyway, <laughs> speaking of going skiing. overseas. Oh, overseas, right. Well, the phone rang this morning and I went, mm, plus one, dangerous. It's coming in from America. Anyways, someone rang up and they went, is that Hot Lap Entertainment? I went, Australian voice, plus one, US, got to be Zakanovic. Of course, <laughs> it was Zakanovic ringing in from a bar in California <laughs> needing tech support on his Mac. <laughs> and just doing? generally saying hello. Um, he's actually over there racing Grand National, which is the mm. third tier NASCAR series. Yes. Now, it's, uh, now, he it, went over there testing early last year. In May. Mid last year. He did, yeah. and he enjoyed the car. Yep. And all the budgets come together, and he's racing on the Australia Day long weekend at the Irwindale Speedway. Uh, thanks, Chris, you've been able to put that all up there. Now, interesting stuff. He said, no, it's all going good. And uh, it's a Toyota All-Stars um, NASCAR event. So there's a few people coming in, some big names. So he never know. Could get mm-hmm. noticed and uh, hopefully be, you know, plays, it, plays it cool. Who knows where it goes from there. Half-mile half oval. 19 degree bank. He said 90 to start with. I said, no, actually, you'll <laughs> never do any good at, com- <laughs> at carpentry. And uh, that could be fun. That could. So he's been over there since New Year's Eve, coming back just after that weekend and uh, all looking good. For Clipsal, very disappointed, of course, that he received the, yes, the nasty award. That he got the nasty award in, um, in uh, auto action. Um, for those of you viewers who haven't actually seen the uh, big uh, Christmas special edition of Auto Action, which was a very, very good mag, I must say, without... Um, Going into their postal service. Well, that's right, yeah, we won't go there, but um, a lot of lot of good stuff in it, but it had all these different awards and things, and uh, unfortunately in the Fujitsu series, uh, Marcus was the biggest disappointment of the year or something like that. 
He's pissed someone off. He yeah. said, I'm not giving them an article again. It's going straight to Motorsport News. I said, you know the deal, son? <laughs> exactly. it's, only, it's only a problem when they stop talking about you. Exactly. That's right. Any publicity is good publicity, Marcus. Just don't worry. They're, they're still keeping your name out there. But, no, back to that mag. I mean, I, as I say, we know Fogues listens to the show, and, uh, you know, he's been on a few times, and I don't like to uh, We've been on him. I don't like to piss in people's pockets, but uh, I must say I was very impressed with the uh, with the big interview that uh, that he did with uh, Mr. Winkup. Yeah, they do um, have a bit of substance, don't they? Yes, and, and I think and, that's and quite some very right. pertinent and good questions. And I, I thought there was an interesting insight into uh, into Jamie's personality there from from some of the things that folks asked and some of the things that he said. So you just good. you tend to gloss over a lot of those articles because you just think. They're just going to be repeating the same mm. thing. What's your plan next year? Well, win all the races. Yeah, know. but it's not. They, they, and they're good at not asking things exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah. So no, it was good. So if you haven't read it, viewers, it's still hanging around there. Particularly for those of us in South Australia who probably won't get the next edition until Friday or Saturday this week because it's probably running late after the Christmas holidays. Get the big Christmas bumper, seventy-two page edition. But if you are in a remote read. island like Tanner in Fiji, having a lovely holiday at White Sands Resort and enjoying the volcanic structure, you'll be sure to get it down the road at Lombasa. <laughs> it's right, right. It'll be dog-eared. <laughs> Don't you remember that story? <laughs> I handed it to the tribe, the chief. That's it. <laughs> and he loved it. <laughs> anyway, you'd have to he go back to... pictures of cars. You'd have to go... It's probably before we started doing that. In fact, it was before we started doing the show. No, I, I don't think it was. No, uh, we started the show in, 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 towards the end of 2005. And I think it was... Oh, I reckon it beginning of 2004. No, it was beginning of 2004. Because mm. I remember between... That yeah. I went for a holiday with Nick. Right. Mr. Cockleman over there to uh, Vanuatu. And I took a couple of souvenirs. That's what you did too. And I said, look, I've got some stuff here that, you know, but I, I'll just ask the, the the chief's advisor, is it okay to give it to the chief? Because, of course, you know, the centrefoldy stuff. and Yep. Centrefoldy stuff. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, he goes, oh, no, it's no problem. Well, so they loved it. So suddenly they grabbed it, sneaked off into the bushes for a giggle. So <laughs> auto action's big in Vanuatu on small islands when no one's been to. That's right, and no one's seen it before. But that's where you get your latest copy. <laughs> of course. Unless you're, it's a, probably air unless you're a subscriber. They get it on a Wednesday morning, <laughs> dropped off by the local seaplane. Well, at least it's personalised. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the one I got the other day was personalised. It had Mr. Hardy Heart <laughs> on the cover. <laughs> Radio who? Which lap? You know, people might ask, and probably have over the years, who are we? Well, yeah, they probably have. Are we gonna We're not them? about we're to not tell them, them yet. We know. Perhaps later. <laughs> but if they'd seen the website, they'll see a nice little Christmas photo. Well, yeah, if they go to the website now, they, all that, that stuff that was there before won't be that there. would have them to tears. It won't be there. there. I'll have to leave a link for the picture because... It won't be there tomorrow when we put 102 up. Because it won't. Not just oh, but are like, we going to restart or are you going to go back no, to the no, old one start, and then just add on? I don't have the energy to restart. No. I'm just going 102 Not until we think restarts. about our new directions in life. Absolutely. And there are new directions. Well, there will be soon, viewers. Have you got some? have got new, the, new, new directions. Have you got something to talk about? Well, yeah, or are you forcing it back on me? Well, there's no, been a lot of... forcing it back on you. Do you want to sneak off? You have! Go! Shut up! Not long now, and uh, we've got the Bathurst 12 hour. Now, interestingly, there's a um, there's a driver call out, and uh, there's a team call out for that. And um, so, what, if you go to what uh, do you mean by that? 
Well, apparently there are teams looking for drivers. Um, like the LMR team, apparently just before Christmas, were have uh, got two nicely new, uh, nice new VE LMR. Who's the LMR sedans. team? And um, who's the freaking LMR need... team? I'll tell you, LMR. Oh, why didn't you say so? <laughs> yeah, team LMR, LMR team. Doesn't that make sense? <laughs> Who writes this stuff? Oh, I don't know. Uh, little Miss Red Riding Hood. Anyway, so what they're basically saying is that if you go to the... If, if you're a driver looking to drive in the 12-hour, and if you're a team looking for drivers, get to the website, www.bathurst12hour.com, and the 12 is just one, two, uh, .com.au. Chris, just, just verify that. Thanks, Chris. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, see how you go. You might get a drive if you're lucky. But, well, Chris, um, Chris could be the equivalent of... Tony the moustache twirler. He could with with Graham Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> now you know that the whole uh, event website is all being run by uh, Craig and Bill. Great blokes. So there Mate, you go. They put their, and, their um, all their effort into motorsport. Yep. I hope, uh, so okay. if you want to list any details on the event website, you can contact Craig or, or Bill. Craig Denyer. Bill West. Uh, Bill Craig West Denyer. That's right. At Spherix by mailing 12hourinfo at spherix.com.au. Um, the actual weekend for those viewers who want to go, who live in the Sydney area or want to get down to uh, Bathurst, uh, is on the 20th to the 22nd of February. They'd only be Queenslanders going there if they were going and, down, um, wouldn't they? So, so well, why do you, would you say down to Bathurst? Is that a, as a social issue you've got there with them, or you are referring to Queenslanders? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm referring to anybody. Doesn't matter. Why? Like well, it's a mountain, which is obviously I. Why would you be going to... down to Bathurst? You're going to or, or Bathurst going, or going over to... to Bathurst? Okay, over to Bathurst. I'm, I'm always confused oh. with that sort of. Well, you just say down, don't you? Why? I don't know. You just do. You know, you're going down the you're road, down the down southeast to some shopping centres. That's right. Well, the we, we, we southeast is down. Well, we wouldn't say we wouldn't say we're going down to Mount Buller because there's a mount involved, and you assume you're going up, but you're going. We're going over. To Mount Buller. All right. So for those oh, we'll viewers, go down, you will go down the track. When Mister Pedantic is finished, we're going. If those viewers who are going over to, I, I just, I was just thinking that if we were to ever do some tarmac rallying together, and you had to navigate, I'd be worried. <laughs> that's not nice. <laughs> we'll go I down that. Say I anything. Go, but that's up there. Oh. Well, the cops are after me again. For your flippancy. I don't know. On, on LMR. Absolutely. Okay. Next up. Come on. Next. Oh, you poor... Well, I've just done one, because you're... No, no, no. All right, okay. Okay, so... I've got a um, there for you. A couple of interesting things have turned up in Melbourne in the last few days. Uh, at Marinello Motorsports, marinellomotorsports.com.au, the home of... Ferrari. Well, there's lots of Ferraris there, but... My friend Rob Sherrard. Our friend Rob Sherrard has turned yeah. up, and he's dropped off his beautiful... Um, 962C Blaupunt car, the Porsche, that yep. ran uh, in, uh, in Le Mans mm-hmm. series and, and uh, also at Le Mans this year uh, at the two hour, one hour race in the morning. Oh, the historic. That's right, with Wayne, yep. with Wayne Park at the wheel and, and did a very good job until there was a little problem um, with the car, a little electrical gremlin. But that's now been brought back to the Marinello workshops from Europe to Melbourne to have a refurbish, or rather just an update check the oils, make sure everything's nothing's cracked and everything, so it's safe to go to some racing at the island. Now you can learn more about the history of that car at a really good website, groupcracing.com. That's group, 
yeah. C, not S E A. That the car, and we've talked about this before, was was run by Frank Jelensky, Scott Dickens, and John Winter. Now we wanted to know because we knew John Winter was an alias. Well, I've done a little bit of sleuthing oh, around, yes. and in fact, at some events, John Winter had apostrophes around the side of his name. His name was Lewis Craigs, and he went racing under that name to avoid family disapproval because his family were very, very wealthy in timber right. holdings, and basically he grew up in a castle. And he Is this in the UK? or No, in no. Germany. In Germany, oh, right, okay. He was completely uh, anonymous up until right. the moment that, that he then actually won the Le Mans 24-hour, then, then going on in 1991, with uh, Jelanski again, Henry Pescarola, Hurley Haywood, and Bob Wallach, uh, poor old Bob, who actually was killed in a pushback a couple of years ago um, in, in America, uh, yeah, to win the Daytona. So it's not too many people have won Daytona 24 hour mm. and, and Le Mans 24 hour. Mm. But uh, yeah, we, we, we'd asked that question before. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, um, he uh, went on to live in Atlanta. Oh, really? <laughs> but nothing about against you, Paul, international, but uh, to only to take his own life uh, a few years later. Um, probably really? in the late 90s, yes. Couldn't get decent buffalo wings. Well, there you have it. I mean, the, the mystery is now closed. I, the Wikipedia is open on that, and it's just about buffalo wings. The poor bloke, if only he'd known where to get Frank's hot sauce. That's right. I'm going to... Fixed all his problems. Pixeled his problems. Fixed all his problems. Speaking <laughs> well, of pixeling his problems. Pixel. Oh, really? it's hot. I don't know. We're on tech. Tech time. <laughs> <laughs> tech time. Okay. Go. Go. Well, so, Mac. Oh, back to motorsport. Go. Mac World San Francisco launched this morning, our time. Three thirty a.m. Um, our time. What, Phil three? Schiller did the um, fat Phil, which is <laughs> yeah. He, actually, he was looking rather that way. Road hun uh, Phil. He what Steve's lost, uh, Phil's got. I reckon. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. There's no truth to the rumour that Steve's dying either. It's just a hormone imbalance, apparently. And he's lost. And while he's an unbalanced, Phil's are getting more and more balanced. Anyway, we'll come back to that later. We will. What did we get? What did we get today? We got goodies. Well, we were talking about pixels, so we got basically uh, iLife 08 and iWork 08. No, the, no, 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 we got a box. We got a box. We got a new, new box. Oh, 17 inch. Mm. 17 inch MacBook Pro. A unibody. Unibody. Design. Made out of a bit of solid trademark. aluminium. Trademark. Solid aluminium. Is it trademark? I should say. Yeah, it is. Unibody, trademark. And interestingly, it is no removable battery. That's right. It's in there for life. Can't lose it. That's right. Can't take a spare. Supposed to be able to do a thousand cycles, which is about three times anything currently can do, and have a battery life of up to eight hours, which is also about double what anything currently can do. Nothing revolutionary about the laptop other than it's in line with the 17 and the, sorry, the 15 and the, the 15, 13 inch yep. unit that uh, you now currently have, which has been unloaded um, a few months back. What I do, and I am impressed with JP, is that. Uh, they have not only up the RAM capacity yes. to 8 gigabyte and uh, excuse me I think it's a 2.93 gigahertz processor at the That's high the end, fastest high one, end the high of town one. Yep. but yep. they have gone and listened to the professionals and said for a measly 50 bucks more which I think is almost like you can why are you sprint. doing it any why are you charging us the 50 yeah. just give it to us you mm. know like we're pros we'll, we'll keep buying the stuff they'll give you a matte screen yeah but 
is it matte or is it anti-glare? Nobody's actually referred to it no, specifically as a matte it, screen. It will be a matte screen. It has to. It will be. I don't know whether it will be. No, they've already got caught with push technology that wasn't full push. Yeah. So And they, I think they're very aware. They say no glare. Hmm. screen well, well no they didn't they say it's a matte screen i've looked at the text okay so uh, i don't reckon it's a good product and you know i'd buy one tomorrow but i, I don't need one and hmm. international's salivating over oh over he would be there. because he's, he's up for a new one but and, he's allowed you know, to because be he's on the testing program and that's going to cost a fortune <laughs> but no so that looks interesting and then yeah but beyond that it was a little bit lackluster well you know you might have said that but but in the, in the current I climate, it's a little bit lackluster. I, I think that the analysis is quite quite correct. What's what's going on is that people are saying, look, Apple's had to pull a rabbit out of their hat every year. Yeah, and, true. And and there's sort of there is pressure. I mean, you, how much can you innovate? So you mm. so what they have done is done some brilliant innovations with their iLife package. Yes, absolutely. And to go through the iMovie and iPhoto 09 and specifically integrating geotagging and Google Maps in a really cool way. So that when I, you've I th- got your holiday photos out, you can have a map of where you were and all the rest of the stuff. Don't you remember when you watched Brilliant. Jules Verne's first Around the World in 80 Days, um, you know, and it started off in London and then they went to some romantic spot that's not called romantic, you know, it's somewhere not in Iraq. Called romantic it used to be Persian, it was fun, <laughs> yeah, and now right, it's, yeah. like, it's okay. not where we want to go. That's in the middle and then of the war, it had these yeah. maps with a bit of music and these... Yes, they did, and they transformed yeah. themselves. It does that automatically. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool stuff. It is, and the slideshow capability in that enables you to do that as well is actually very, very cool. They've really improved um, making the slideshows. I would encourage everybody to actually look at the at the uh, the presentations there which are really easy the five, tutorials six, are good too five, six, yes there's yeah. plenty of tutorials but the you know the quick what's new um because <clears throat> when you look at it it gives you an idea about okay whilst it looks glossy it shows this is the kind of subject matter that's yep. going to work well with this stuff and you'll notice the examples they had a lot of a girl just a girl on her own it's not too often you're just taking shots of a person on True. their own and so the face detection technology yes. which they've incorporated into iLife uh, 09 and specifically into iPhoto has uh, you know is going to be struggling with multiple faces so it, it's it's good for that sort of stuff well, and, it and also I mean, if you want to use dating sites they don't like two fo- photos of two people <laughs> <laughs> we have to black them out the second one, you mean. Now, talking about dating sites, I've got the spot for you. <laughs> I was on the website It was just this little sidebar. Sidebar. And it, down in the sidebar, it's got, it's, it had dating. And I thought, oh, gee. And I can't, it, was a, it was like a computer site or something. Now, before you say anything, right. I'd just like to say, viewers, I've had a lovely Christmas with, on holidays with Miss Bris Vegas up at uh, Port Macquarie. Great time, all good. And a lovely time. So, I don't know what you're on about, but anyway. Right, anyway, well, so... It's just proof. It doesn't really approve uh, go to you anyway, but there's this little thing, little, little sidebar, RSVP, dating. And then it says, and this is for all you U-toners out there, women want tradies. 94% of single women want to date a tradie. Make the most of the attention and enter in the search for Australia's hottest tradie. So if you're a tradie driving a ute, this could be for you. And you could win a ute. There you go. And maybe a few admirers. So go to RSVP. There you go. <laughs> you are onto it. What's got a ute? RSVP. <laughs> I'm just 
Why would you get that? You are so weird. I just saw the. You could win a ute on the hottest trade, and I thought tradies, utes, show, laugh. RSVP. You had a bit of a funny phone call with Laney on the before. What's no, going I didn't. On? Yeah, now you got a call. Oh, get out of here. You're, You're just it. trying to get me in trouble now. Oh, no. He doesn't listen to the show. Yeah. But that's no good for tradies in America because they are just absolutely spewing. And you know why they're spewing? Because I'll tell you because get a they're Gino's not getting a truck. All right, uh, go on. All right, so Holden says there's going to be no major impact from the loss of the G8 sport truck. It's all down to the financial meltdown um, and the core export program... Has got a fresher excuse? The core export program remains strong through the production of the Pontiac G8 sedan, which is basically the Commodore with new badges on. Um, so, unfortunately, the Yanks aren't going to get our utes anymore. Unless... There's a massive financial turnaround. They were hoping that they were going to um, produce enough, like get get enough sales to uh, to get the uh, Ute up and running over there as a as a G8 sport truck. And um, but they still reckon that they're going to uh, run hot on the Pontiac sedans. And apparently they sold 15,000 of them last year in the US. So there you go. Pontiac's focusing on being a sporty car brand. And the decision was made that the GAST did not fit that image. Now, I don't know about that. Sport truck, sporty brand. But they don't have utes like we have. No, they don't. Over they have trucks. They have real trucks. And I, don't I, screw I, your I face up when you look at me like niche. that. I think it would be a niche. You're screwing your face up. But yeah, because you're screwing your face right. up then. But they don't. They I mean, don't. You're the, only right. thing, the only thing closest I have a Pontiac's a potato. <laughs> That's Idaho. Hey, there's Pontiac potatoes there as well. Nick, uh, uh, Nick, Nick, what am I saying, Nick? Um, General Motors, Idaho. Uh, 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 attention, Chris. Chris, Pontiac potatoes, check on that. Thanks. Pontiac potatoes, Pontiac. I've never heard of Pontiac potatoes. Pontiac, Pontiac are yeah. sure. Chris, also, but not only, Yes. at the workshops of Marinello Motorsports was... Rob Sauber C9, the 85 uh, World Endurance Champion uh, winning car of uh, Jochen Maas and Jean-Louis Schlesser, who is notably absent from the Dakar, but more on the Dakar later. Yes. Because it's the Dakar episode that we don't talk you about. You haven't got enough crosses on that bit of paper yet. What else you I'm got? I'm crossing off what I'm right, what, I've, what I'm going through, so right. I don't end up going okay. through it again. Well, but, um, you know, we, we heard that story, and I, I believed it too, which is which is fairly accurate, that uh, the um, that car actually, in 1989, did 400 kilometres an hour, uh, actually 248 mile an hour. Mulsanne. Mulsanne. In practice. Without flipping over. Well, that's right. <laughs> But, but I have found that the year before, yep. there was a car, which I'm not exactly sure about it. Chris, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> a WMP 88 did 405k, right. 251.1 mile an hour in the race. In the race? Gee. So, so someone see was on what the you gas. can suss out about that, son. Yeah, very good. But so, and you never see anything that fast anymore because Mulsanne's not like that anymore. Well, Rob's car was still quicker than the the Peugeot LMP ones. Is that right? Yep, unbelievable. Far out. Steve's hormone imbalance has seen him lose a bit of weight, and he sent an open letter to the Macintosh community this he week. He did, which I thought was was quite nice. I like the way. Well, he, I think he had to because we wanted the share to enjoy the show. Going down. 
No. Yeah, no. the share price was going down on the back of his ill health and the Mac world was coming up, so he had to say something. Y- yeah, but you couldn't link that because if you did, then it would be, it almost looked like you're propping the share price up by communication. But, oh. I mean, what it, sure. what's different? Well, it's the head honcho and everybody knows that if he's not there, you know, it may not go so well. Anyway, but it was a typical Steve mm-hmm. style and it was quite it was. firm to the point which didn't, you know, leave anybody any option. It didn't go, your friend Steve, he just went, Steve, and then, and that's yeah. all I'm saying, so don't ask me anymore. Mm. So, they're, they're the facts. Well, anyway, I wish him all the best, that. and that, that's good news. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, what I think we'll see from here is more private Apple events. Oh, the I'm relevance sure. yep. of Macworld mm. in terms of driving the adoption of the Mac product era has finished. Yeah, well, I mean, they're not, they're not gaining any new Mac aficionados by doing a Macworld show because the Macworld show's always been the Mac aficionado show. So if they want to pursue bigger markets, and incidentally, on another note, um, Mac OS uh, actually hit the 10% mark in the US over, over the Christmas break for the first time ever. Actually went snuck past 10% and Windows just snuck under its uh, 91 or whatever. Um, which which was very nice news, but uh, so yeah, what is the point of, of being at a show where you're where you're already preaching to the converted? Um, they're better off with the sort of things that they've been doing more recently, where they just say, all right, press conference two weeks time, be at Apple at Cupertino on a Tuesday night or whatever. We got some new products to announce, and they seem to get a lot more publicity that way too. It's not overshadowed by all the other things that are going on at MacWorld. Absolutely not. Uh, just before we finish with Macworld, I suppose the other couple of tiny little things was that they, they changed the iTunes business model uh, so that uh, you can now 8, uh, 8 million or 80% of, the, of the, the, the content there will be now DRM free and there's a variable pricing scale. Um, those that don't currently have existing audio, which is not DRM free will cost them American 30 cents to update that. So if you have yep. a big library, that could be quite expensive. I, uh, it's hard to it know. It sort of smacks a double dipping to me. I wasn't very happy about that when I read it. Double dipping. Well, please, come and tell us your thoughts on that. Well, because you've already paid for the music. The fact that they're upgrading to iTunes Plus and it's all now going to be DRM free. Um, yeah, I don't know whether, you know, to, to charge 30 cents. And that's per track. It, it is quite high. I think it's I think a bit it, rude. Yeah. It could be just like, I mean, if it's an album or, or it could be a flat rate per song. So let's just say... 20 songs cost you $5 US or cost you, you know, a, a set amount. It's still quite significant for a decent library. It is, that's right. And that's what upsets me about it more than anything else. And yeah. I mean, the other thing too is that you're going to be forced into it because I was thinking about that myself. Like, I'm on my fourth laptop since I adopted iTunes and, and like started shoving music in there and buying music online. Because you get pissed all the time and lose them. No. They're all sitting there, and I back up the library regularly, and that's all fine. But I'm starting to think now, well, hold on. One more machine, and a lot of the stuff I've bought early on in the piece is screwed. I can't use it anymore. Not good. It's not. No shows. There were a few. There were some rumours, and that was, which I thought was a bit wild from the uh, the concept of um, you know, what, what was going on. Was, yep. uh an iPhone Nano. Mm. Uh, anyway, cut down iPhone. The Mac Mini update. 
I think that'll still about, come. Yeah, perhaps so. And what was would be interesting, iPhone tethering, mm. with the ability to be able to allow the iPhone to use its 3G connection to transfer that through Wi-Fi to a laptop sitting ne- ne- next to it yep. that would then allow the laptop to display the web connection yep. or the internet connection. That would be bloody handy it because be, sometimes, yeah. you know, and I, I'd pay for that. Yeah, well, I think 30 I, cents I, a track. I, I believe that that would be an ongoing thing and, it, and that will actually occur. They were just not ready, ready with it at this moment. But... Uh, one of the nicer days we've had in Adelaide. I mean, it's not that it's been bad weather, but it's been a little touch hot lately. Yes, it And uh, the waking up in the morning, well, very sort of overcast, and it's going to yeah. be a shit day. Well, and it, then it just burns off, and it's a lovely day about 11 yeah. o'clock, when you go, oh, who's up for lunch? That's it. Well, I got up this morning, and it was raining. So Down your neck amazing. of the woods. Yeah, and today, snowing at Le Mans 24-hour track. Is that right? Usually, it's either great weather mm. which is makes it uncomfortable as well because it's hot and humid or it's ugly weather and it's experience both but there yeah, it is snow. under snow today very good well just the last little touch on uh, Macworld because um, Skype made an announcement today at uh, at Macworld and this is um, a motorsport show they've bought yep so this is just the last thing Skype 2.8 beta specifically for Mac users. For Mac I didn't OS see 10, that. Oh, you've got one on me there. Today. Um, and Boingo, who um, basically uh, have, have got a lot of uh, internet hotspots, um, they can you can get yourself Skype access there, but you don't have to become a Boingo user or sign up to Boingo. Um, you can just basically, if you're a Skype user and you subscribe and you pay your money, you can just pick up there's apparently about 360 wireless hotspots nationwide around Australia. So um, if you've got a Mac and you Boy, use Skype, Yep, you can. Uh, most of them apparently are owned by Azure Wireless, although independent hotspots also exist. And uh, they've set a flat global rate of US 19 cents per minute for network access, which will vary based on currency. And if you've got your Skype account, it just gets put on there. You don't have to uh, have a Boingo account. Honda's been trying to sell their Formula One operation, and uh, I suppose it's all been a little bit quiet, but uh, give you an update about what's going on. Yep. Uh, there were, well, we don't really know, but there are more than one buyer. Yes. Apparently lurking in the background, and uh, and, and uh, Nick Fry and uh, Ross Braun are uh, mm-hmm. putting their best efforts forward as uh, you know, dual directors of the operation with the, the key interests of keeping the employers in, in place. But uh, first on the stand, this is Carlos Slim, uh, the boss of Telmex, which is actually, incidentally, the second uh, richest man in the world. Is that but right? everyone is going, no, no, I'm not, it's not, not him. Uh, David Richards with a yes. Middle Eastern consortium, which I thought was straight away. Uh, and then there was uh, a Force India boss, uh, Vijay Malaya, but he's only interested in the spares, should a thing be um, um, pulled apart. And then right. there's, a, um, there's a Greek bloke called uh, Achilles Kalakis. Um, who uh, owns boats and has large gold chains, but is rather a busy at the moment getting cranky with Somalian pirates oh. for stealing his ships on the oh, right. west co- east coast, Africa. East coast of yes. Africa. So he, perhaps he's out. So it we don't be. really know. Oh. But you know, there's a there's a show there in, in the name, right? I mean, <laughs> <Show>. Mexican, English, <laughs> Indian, <laughs> Somalian pirates. Maybe Gold we should have a chains. how to host a pirate party. Well, we could, uh, De Beers are probably involved. Well, could be. 
See, they're fucking... How to host a Honda party. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get back to you on that. Formula One. Here we okay. go. JP, you're on. Oh, no, you're not on. Because. No, I'm not. Aren't you? No. Because you've picked up that again. I tell you, you know that people have been asking this question for a long, long time. We don't respond much to emails. In fact, we get a lot, but we don't respond. Yeah, but we're, people we're have very, been... very tardy about that. Sorry, viewers, but... Well, we know. just... No, it's just... Well, if you start one, where does it finish? Exactly, and, and we don't have full-time secretaries and things and like that. And we don't... If this is not a blog... Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, how to ensure very good crackling with your pork roast. Well, first of all, buy a pork loin... Like a round, rolled up one. Don't get one of those pork shoulders with big fatty things. There's got a big bone in it. The bone makes it cook slower. They're no good, those things. You can't, all right. No, I don't like them. I had a nice leg of pork at, uh, over Christmas. But you can't. It's, you, but you have to be a specialist to cut it. True. So I'm saying yeah, yeah. that right. a pork so loin, you're talking you, the average you person. can't go right. right. To cook the crispiest crackling, you need three items. Heat, oil, and salt. Get your oven red hot. Turn it maximum. Pat the surface of the rind dry with a paper towel. Yes. But if it's got some slits, what you can do is pour some boiling water on it so it opens up yep. like a flower and exposes the tender. And visually, if you were doing video viewers, you'd be able to <laughs> see my um, and if it's actions here. The one I did in the Weber on over Christmas was actually slitted, and but because you're doing it in the Weber, you're dumping it into that hot kettle yeah, and no, you get no, that, that automatically. That, that, that's true, but a lot of people will be yeah. cooking it in the oven. And in yes. fact, we're cooking one tonight, and we'll tell you a little bit about that in a sec. But yeah, look, rub some oil and salt into the scored rind um, and cook for another 20 minutes. Now, you just put it up there. You can turn the oven so that you get the heat at the top and the, and the base isn't working, so you've got the top element. But we're actually cooking, and we do quite regularly, JP, and you can contest, yes. I'm sure you're a testament to not only a very clean oven, Yeah. But the success of a glad oven bag. I am a testament to the success of a glad oven bag. But if you want good crackling, you always have to cut it open at the end. Well, we will be cutting it open. We will. And then we'll be doing the 20 minutes like that. Yep. But it keeps all the veggies together. It's a bloody lot easier. We've got it on now. We put it on at the beginning of the show. It'll be sheer luxury later. Anyway, there's your tips on how to do pork crackling. And make sure... Uh, to give you an idea about how long do you want to cook this sort of stuff, 45 minutes a kilo. My mother always said 20 minutes per pot, tw- per, pound, per pound, and 20 yeah. for the pot. Right. Which is 2.2 pounds per kilo. So if it's a one kilo arama, yep. then you'd go 20, 40.2 is... Yeah, uh, whatever. 0.4, 44 plus 20, 64 minutes. Yeah. And then let the damn thing sit. I know you want to test it, and everybody's no, hanging no, around. just let it sit. Let it chill, because 10, it's got to relax. 10, 20. Let it How would you relax. like being shoved in an ice-cold bath after you got out of the sauna? Yeah, lovely. Deluxe, deluxe. Right. Now, what else have we got here this afternoon? It's uh, Dakar time with JP. Dakar. Now, Dakar's been on since, uh, was it Sunday? This is the fourth day? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, Sunday. Sunday with today, yep. Carlos Sainz uh, now... Got extended his lead only his very lead, slightly. Winning two, won two stages from yep. uh, Qatari, Alatia, winning, yep. winning first and third stage. It's a BMW versus... Volkswagen. Which, ironically, I think, mm. sell the chassis. Is that right? I think the Touareg chassis is it, a BMW yeah. product. Oh, now, JP, well, could you just amuse yourself one. with the viewers while I go and check on the porklet? Oh, okay then. I guess I can. So, yes, Carlos Sainz is the outright leader. Um, 
He's uh, he's only um, six, or he was uh, at the end of stage four, only six seconds in front of um, Ali Atea. Um, and then after that, you've got Alfand in the Mitsubishi. He's the first of the Mitsubishis. Now, there were four Mitsubishis, but apparently we're down to three already. Um, and then, basically, that's the way it runs. Volkswagen, BMW, Mitsubishi, Volkswagen, then another Mitsubishi, another Volkswagen, then another BMW. Um, the man whose Christian name I forget. Um, Who? Mr. Gordon. Uh, Robbie. Robbie. Robbie Gordon. In the which rolled twice today yes. uh, on the wheels. It doesn't look like it even scratched the mirror. He's 12 minutes, 13 seconds behind. But, I mean, if you see that, viewers, if you haven't been watching, get, get on to SBS at 6 o'clock in the evening. Check your local guide for details. Um, and just watch him wrestling that bloody Hummer around. It's unbelievable to watch because you know how huge those damn things are. I don't know how he does it, honestly. There you go. So, uh, yeah, so Dakar's going very, very well indeed. Um, what else you got here? Oh, you've only still got the same thing. I didn't know whether you had any of the bikes or the other stuff. Uh, no, just wanted to say um, that uh, John Surtees' son, Henry, is ah. uh, going racing and uh, has been doing a bit. But yep. uh, it's a name that you haven't heard for a long time. It's a name you a rare, rarely to find a, uh, a father or a man that has not only won the Formula One World Championship, but the but Motorcycle, motorcycle world, world Championship. Right. More your era, JP. Very but yes, he's going era. to Formula yes. Two, the yeah. new Formula Two Championship. Well, that's interesting. That'll, uh, how old is he? He's young. Right, okay. So we'll sort of say young. late teens, maybe. No, he's older than that. Oh, is he older Look than at that? Dad. Yeah, I know, but, you know, Dad could have had him when he was old. You know, he could have got the might have. got the young bride, you know, the, oh, the, the third one like, round or whatever. The, the, like, like, uh, yeah. Not quite that bad. What, who? Well, you're thinking of that old bloke who married the Playboy Bunny, aren't you? No, I'm not thinking oh, that, man. I'm thinking of uh, Hugh Hefner, who's got the two 19 year old oh, twins. Yeah, but that's, but that's all right. Yeah, well, of course well, it is. Good, good on Hugh. Hugh. God, he must keep the shares in Pfizer going. He must. He owns Pfizer. He's just got his own brand now. More blue pills. Oh, they're not blue. <laughs> oh, they're not. No, they're he pink. has his own they're, colour. They're pink. Oh, right, of course. Yeah, <laughs> Playboy pink. <laughs> Jet Alliance has pulled out of FIA GT. They're oh. two Aston Martins, and they were yeah. the most winningest drivers, Scott Sharp and... Uh, and uh, who was it? Uh, Carl Wendlinger. Yeah, Wendlinger, that's right. Yeah. That's right. They won more races than anyone else, but they're pulled out saying it's a transitional year, it's all too expensive, and it's interesting the way these press releases are worded. It's going to be a toughie, viewers, but uh, we're going to expand. Yeah. We're expanding, for sure. Um, Google. Yes. Captured. Yes. Uh, Porsche doing a secret road test in in America. Google, they were doing their street view stuff. Yes. And they captured the Porsches. Anyway, don't worry. Did they have there's to blur the, them? There's nothing to see here, viewers. They look like the same old Porsches on a grey old day with some old bloke with bad shorts on put the cover over it. Bad shorts. And I go, yeah, would you? It's probably just a guy's oh, yeah. gone to a ski village, you know, like, <laughs> and he's just putting an ice cover over it. So that, uh, I reckon it's all bullshit. See? Personally, yeah, um, well, we'll see. Firemaker Ten got launched. Yes, Who it cares? did. Wow. JP, we talked about before Christmas the unavailability of the lobster. We did. Now, would you like to recap your thoughts on that? Well, my thought, my th- it wasn't my thoughts actually. The media, the local media here in South Australia, had told us locals that our crayfish from predominantly the southeast down at Kingston and uh, and and down the neck of the W yeah Kingston Road down through well, there shopping centers are open regularly that's right 
would not be available to uh, to mere us mortals. to eat. Yeah, us mere mortals, because there weren't enough crays, and the, what there were were all going overseas, and you'd be paying 120 bucks a kilo for it. Ronald and Reggie were unavailable. They were. That's right. But you went to... <laughs> You, Ronald and Reggie, the Cray Twins viewers. Not uh, friendly. Used to own a pub called the Golden Gloves. Boxing pub, funnily enough. Boxing Unfriendly theme. Unfriendly lobsters. Now, International Paulie will know Fallen Palace Road because he goes down there on the bus. And if, if he looks carefully out the window, uh, just before you hit Hammersmith, the Golden Gloves may yet still be there on the left-hand side. Look for the crab sign. The crab <laughs> sign. No, no, just like no, as if you're going to Port Wakefield. Cray sign. Come on. Larry the Lobster, what are you telling us? No, you are. No, you, you, you were saying you were telling me about that. the lack so of availability. What were you telling well, I was me once say that you got everywhere to I went M. at the Port Macquarie? Lobsters are plenty. I got lobsters. I got a lobster with prawns and wine and chips and a salad for twenty eight dollars. But it was, was it a whole lobster or half a lobster? Half a lobster, but it was, was it, half a lobster. Was it? You know, like an Australian lobster though. Or was I it a cheap it didn't import a, lobster? It was tasty. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing was, JP, that uh, everywhere I it went... It couldn't have been a South Australian one. From they said that they were South Australian <laughs> lobsters, but they might have been lying. But the point was that there were lots of lobsters, and perhaps you were true that they'd been shipped into state, but to small places like that. Mm. Looking from the air, Sylvania waters up <laughs> north. Sylvania waters. <laughs> but a lovely spot. But I had... I am so sick of lobsters. Are you? I never want to have a lobster like again. Dudley Moore. Lobsters. Yeah. Well, that's it. It is. We're all lobstered out. So you're all, yeah, that's right. And you got it wrong. <laughs> and we've got the pork belly to do. We've got pork belly. We've got it's pork, pork, pork loin. And, and pork oh, loin. there's a lot of interesting stuff about pork. There's probably a website, the Australian, Australian pork website, uh, Chris. Thanks, mate. Uh, happy New Year. Uh, great, pork, great to catch yeah, up, up, up north. And uh, yep. I suppose we'll see everybody next week for episode 103. We will. And I didn't mention uh, the Wheels magazine. Oh, we'll go well, on then. Well, no, no, I'll just... Well, would you? It. All right, well, I'll just what tell you this. What do you get? What do they give us? Wheels January 2009. Well, they the, have got nothing the, to talk about if they're doing a 350 Z. 370 Z. First Whatever. drive in, in, in Japan. Who gets cares? a good rap. Rah, rah, rah. But nothing right across going. the top banner, Scaife was he shoved. Read the article. Doesn't even touch on it hardly. Just a bit of speculation. Wheels, naughty. Okay. Now we can go. We can, for dinner. Good night, viewers. Good night, viewers. Just one uh, thing on the way out, viewers. I never ate a single lobster. Never saw one. (laughs) You're hopeless. (laughs) You've been conning me all this time.